A chilly gust of wind blows dead leaves across a blood-red sunset. Now that the bright greens and warmth of summer have died, something inside of you comes alive. October is here, and Halloween is coming. Ten-year-old Darren Lane is pulled into his cereal aisle by a harness strapped around his chest. His shoes skid across the floor until he stops, and his leash drops. I'm sorry, sweetie. We're kind of in a rush. The boy smiles meekly and turns his attention to the wall of colorful boxes. The characters he's used to, the bee, the pirate, the bird, have been replaced with unfamiliar smiles. A vampire, a ghost, a werewolf, amongst others. His father had told him the names of those, but he doesn't remember them, nor does he remember how long it's been since he's left. You want to get one of those, baby? Go ahead. The boy shakes his head and hurries to keep up with the shopping cart to ensure he doesn't get left behind again. The cart leads him to what his mother calls the frozen section to stop in front of the freezer filled with flavored creamers. At the far end of the wall is a man whose coat is as dark and frazzled as his hair. He excises a small carton of milk and then looks around the supermarket. Satisfied, he fingers the lid open just as Darren used to with his milk during school lunches. The stranger's eyes close in ecstasy as he gulps down the entire carton. When his eyes open, he sees Darren. A moment of panic crosses his face until he realizes only the boy is watching. His milky mustache curls like the painted smile of a clown. Though scared, Darren can't help but smile, and the stranger smiles wider in return. Most of the man's teeth are missing. The few that remain are bright yellow. Darren gasps and then moves around to the other side of the cart. You okay, son? I yawned, Darren lies, and then chances a look around the cart. The stranger folds the tiny carton's lips closed and gingerly places it back into the freezer. He must not be satisfied, Darren thinks, because he pulls out a larger carton that his mother used to call a half-gallon. The man opens his jacket with one arm to hide it away, but stops when he sees Darren watching again. The stranger's eyes become wide and wild. His pocked nose scrunches and his lips curl as though he is an animal about to attack. Darren looks down to the shiny floor as if to say, I won't tell. And when he looks up, the freezer door slams and leaves a pop of air where the stranger had been standing. The image of the man's terrifying expression haunts Darren through every aisle he's dragged into. Those wild eyes, those teeth, they wait around every turn. Behind every box pulled from the shelf, that expression waits. But what was it? Anger? Darren didn't know. It's an expression he's never seen before. Keep up, Darren. We're in a hurry. Darren tries his best, but his legs are sluggish with fear. Fine. Stay here with the cart. I'll be right back. Darren wants to protest, but by the time he's able to get the words out, his leash is already connected to the cart, and he is alone in the aisle. What's your name, son? Although Darren's body shook violently, he couldn't move an inch. D -d darren he stammers, tears welling in his eyes. The nearly inaudible squeal in his throat becomes full sobs as dirty hands gently rest on his shoulders. Run, scream, drop, hide. All of these choices his parents had told him were there for the choosing if he ever needed help. But his parents never explained how to push through the fear to get to them. Instead, his body reacts by letting loose a stream of urine. If you ever want to see your parents again, you'll do exactly as I say. 
Darren nods quickly, and his sobs grow louder. I know you're scared, Darren, but try not to make a sound. If Darren had the energy to protest, it wouldn't have mattered. One of the man's large, dirt-caked hands wraps around his mouth, and the other releases the harness at his back. Then, the arm wraps around his waist and lifts him into the air. Seconds later, the boy is gone. When the woman returns to the aisle, she sees the nylon leash lying limp on the floor where the boy had stood. In his place, another object waits. The woman panics, run, scream, drop, hide. She had all of these choices, but what could she do that would help? Call security? Ridiculous. Run. Running was the only option now. Her despair, along with an incredible amount of anger, would have to wait. Now, she needed to run. The woman hurries down the aisle toward the exit of the supermarket, putting as much distance as she can between her and the smiling, familiar face on the carton of milk. The children fear the nightman who rises, along with the bodies he prays. So at dusk they will hide in their scary disguises, hoping they won't be the next victim he slays. They will sing a song as an offering to lull him away from leaving his mark. He will rise as the sun goes down, they'll sing. He will rise when the day gets dark. He'll take a few of the elders who have forgotten how to play. Pets will serve as hors d'oeuvres. The children are always the entree. He swipes the babies away, and they all return, bearing his mark. Are they his children now? <laughs> Maybe. All I know for sure is, he will rise as the sun goes down, they'll sing. He will rise as the day gets dark. Take care of your environment, or else your environment will take care of you. Next time on the October Children, the harvest begins.